Hey yo, what's up weaves? Today's episode is brought to you by condition one while stationed in africa u.s marine matt demayo faced his toughest challenge yet and no it wasn't a centipede demon monster it was his diet and like a lot of marines like him he wasn't eating real food on a daily basis so as a result guess what he had he had constant fatigue and low energy and what he really needed was a perfect performance bar and i'm talking about chock food with the good stuff amino acids uh, complex carbs, healthy fats, all that to help him sustain energy and prevent muscle fatigue, and so much more. So Matt, you know what he did? He teamed up with a nutritionist, that's right, and Condition 1 was born. From soldiers, to gym lovers, to even demon slayers, anybody with active lifestyles, Condition 1 can help you reach your fitness goals. And that's without eating those dry, chalky other protein bars. And the best thing, to honor his military roots, every Condition One purchase helps veteran nonprofits. Condition One is offering exclusively our Weebcast listeners 10% off their next online purchase. So when you need when you need that extra strength to lift that Tasaiga sword, all you have to do is go over to gocondition1.com and use the code POD10 to get your protein bar today. Now enjoy the episode. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, yo, let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Weebcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back. Another week, another episode from your boy, C. Dub, aka Chris, uh, aka the Independent Variable, aka Mori, aka Jim Mori, the the boy, the God, coming back at you with some uh, with a uh, with some Yashihime. We're gonna be talking all Yashihime, um, because I got some thoughts about it. Um, can't say that they're all <laughs> can't say that they're all organized. Uh, I was just. When I was preparing this episode, I think I made a tweet about it on Twitter, um, and I'm pretty sure I, I posted a one of the early um, promotional art of the with the characters, with the main characters and the main figures are going to be in this uh, anime. And I think I posted the quick thoughts. I think I only made two tweets at most. I'm um, talking about how. It has the the Inuyasha feel, and the the look of it. I love how it it looks like it's going to be animated. Really, it almost looks like just an updated version of Inuyasha. Um, and I hope they keep that motif, and I hope they keep that theme running throughout the show. Um, but we're gonna get into that a little bit. We're gonna get to that later. What I think about it, how it, what it looks like. Um, talk about the trailer. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to actually um. Guys haven't seen the trailer because I think by this time, if you're listening to this podcast, right when it drops on a Friday morning, Friday afternoon, really at noon around noon, um, then the uh, the Viz Media trailer is already about a week old because I believe it came out last Thursday, and um, I don't think I tweeted about it until that weekend or the beginning of that of that of that following week around Monday or something like that. Um, but if you want to hear some other some takes when I'm not off air and doing some other things, always you can follow me. Hit me up on Twitter um, at twitter.com forward slash J-X-N-M-O-R-I. And you can get all my spicy anime hot takes there. Uh, before we get into all that, though, I want to let you guys know how much I love you. 
Um, thank you for so much supporting the podcast, sharing it around. Um, I like to thank all. I like to thank the podcast network too um, for supporting me, helping me out, helping me improve, giving me support. Uh, much love to you guys. Much love to the listeners as well. Keep, keep, keep listening. I hope you guys keep listening. Keep stay entertained. I got a lot more coming at you. Um, bigger things are on the horizon. I cannot wait. But. Whatever plat- podcast platform you're listening to this pod, you're listening to Weebcast, number one anime and manga show on the internet. Whatever platform you're using to listen to it right this second, make sure you guys hit that like, review it, rate it, subscribe it, leave me a message on the on whatever site you're using. I leave a review. I love reading those. Um, I love I love seeing people rate it. Honestly, hey, want to rate it five stars? I'm giving you a smooch. Rated four stars, still a smooch. Three stars, you're getting the smooch. Two stars, hell. Hey, at least you rated it. I'm still getting you a smooch. One star, eh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You're going to get a smooch too because you're. that means you're being honest. <laughs> but just, uh, I really do appreciate it. And also, supporting the, listening to it, subscribing to it, sharing it. Love that support, hella hard. And if you want to do that extra mile, want to go that little extra mile right now, always consider going to anchor.fm forward slash uh, Weebcast forward slash support, I believe. If not, if I got that URL mixed up, it's in the description of this of this episode, and it's in the description of every episode. A link where you can actually donate directly to the show and help me improve the show, get to get better guests and get better equipment, and make this show the very best it could possibly be. I mean, it's already the number one anime long show around, but that's besides the point. <laughs> we can always improve. You know what I mean? Always improve. You think you think you think LeBron in his prime thought he couldn't get better? Look, look, look. You could be number one. You could still get better though, baby. You could still get better. But um, that'd be very much appreciated if you guys could um offer any support as you can. Just keep sharing it and possibly even donate. Um, like I said, those that link. Um, if you want to donate to the show, take this real easy. You don't even need an anchor account. All you gotta do is just go to that link. Um, follow the steps, and you'll be, <clears throat> and you can um drop me some coin that'll be very much appreciated and also i forgot to tell you anyone who does do that gets a shout out on the show and gets to pick the next topic um of the next episode um so if that's any incentive <laughs> wink wink not not nudge nudge um <laughs> let me let me get into what i'm what i really want to talk about today um that's the inuyasha spinoff anime Yashihime, Princess Half Demon, um, in its first trailer that dropped um, and revealed its cast, the characters, the voice actors for the main three main characters. Excuse me. Um, getting ready for its October third debut, which is coming up. Man, October is this year. As slow as it's been, it is. It is moving. It is moving, and I'm grooving. As I take an unprofessional sip of my coffee. Hope you guys get some coffee though. <laughs> What kind of coffee you guys like, though, by the way? You can hit me up on Twitter about that, too, man. I got me some Roy Rogers coffee, you know. Nothing, nothing spectacular, but, you know, it's not like Dunkin' Donuts coffee or like a Starbucks fancy brew. But, I mean, it's it's going to get the, it's going to get, the, it's going to get me through. It's going to get me through. Today. It's going to get the job done. You know, you know what it is. You know, how C-Day bro, C-Dub bro. But, uh, <laughs> uh, we got uh, Viz Media. Unveiled the uh, first full trailer of the new visual and the new visual and the three main cast members for the Yashihime Princess Half Demon or the Hanyo no ha- Yashihime anime spinoff of uh, Rumiko Takahashi's famous Inuyasha series um, last Thursday. Um, the anime's official website, uh, the Japanese version of the trailer, uh, also revealed the anime's October 3rd premiere date on. Um, YTV on YTV and NTV um, uh, who pretty much broadcast shows like if I remember correctly I think they, they've done all the Blade Blade series over there in Japan um, the Mobile Seat Gundam Seat Destiny um, the Detective Conan Golden Kamui Gotcha Man they've been in production and broadcasted a long list of shows that you probably have seen or heard or at least heard of um but i guess i want to get around to just the characters and the cast um 
and I kind of want to start with the one that everyone's been that everyone that's gonna that's been in the forefront of a lot of the promotional the materials, especially the the um the the picture I posted on Twitter that that new visual, the first new official visual, um, with with the uh, our favorite new waifu I'm sure I'm sure she's gonna be literally one of the most popular characters in this entire show and that is uh, uh, Toa Higurashi uh, which is one of Seshamaru's daughters and Sesuno's twin and Toa is gonna be voiced by um, Sara Matsumoto if I got that right she's done she was the boy in episode 13 of Berserk she's the um, Namida Subinemo in Boruto um I know she, she hasn't had any big roles. I think her biggest role might have been might be the Boruto role. That or um Hiro Kurusu from um Sounds of Life, the Kono Oto Tomare Sounds of Life TV one and two. That might be her some of her biggest roles. Um but she's gonna be voicing Toa. Toa Higurashi, one of Sets Shoshomaru's um twin. Um you know, let me just do that. Yeah, I'll go through each of them. And as I introduce these characters, I'll talk a little bit about what the design is. Because I brought them up. I have them pulled up for me in front of me right now. And Toa's the one with the white suit, brown shoes, looking real stylish. Um, white hair with just a nice little fringe of a red there. Looking real nice, looking real clean. Like I said, I think she's going to be the fan favorite uh, of the show. Um, which is not really a hot take. I think I think a lot of people after seeing this is gonna think that same thing. To be honest, oh, excuse me. Let's take another unprofessional sip. Um, she seems very expressive, emotive. Um, seems very cocky. Seems very sure, sure, uh, sure of herself. Um, definitely a little more talkative than 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 what Shashoma really was. You know what I mean? Um. And I like the sword. I like how she carries herself and carries her sword. Um, she's definitely got some skill in it. Can't wait to see it in action. Um, right off the bat, I'm going to have to give her a design. A good, solid, maybe 6.5 out of 10. Um, and you say that you may say that, well, that's not, that doesn't seem all that great of a score. Well, I have to see it in action. And that trailer wasn't really enough. Um, for me, at least. I'm going to have to see a little bit more. But for Toa, just off the look, just off the some of the, the early visuals, it's gonna have to be a six and a five out of ten. It looks good though. I'm not saying don't let me don't get it wrong, don't get it twisted. Um, it looks pretty good. Um, now we should go on to her her twin. Um, that's Sesuna. Uh, like I said, Sheshomaru's um, other daughter, twin to Toa, and uh, Sesuna is gonna be um, voiced by uh, Mikako Komatsu. Who's done a very pretty big list of non-anime roles? Um, but has but has been not only uh, she's been part of staffs for several works like Nisekoi, uh, Taboo Tattoo, um, the Welcome to the Ballroom themes theme song performance, um. A lot of endings for and a lot of theme songs for some uh, from animes that you probably heard of. Uh, uh, the uh, Senki Sensho Symphonic G insert song, the uh, the Don Chigai uh, theme song performance. Uh, but also, she's been casted as so many, so many people. Uh, she's been in the Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel and the sequel of that, Kotore Mizuki. She was, um, she was Rose in Tales of Zestria. Uh, she actually plays someone in Taboo Tattoo. I think Bluesy, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of her more famous roles, though. Um, she did play Mammon, Mammon in the Pokemon Mega Evolution Specials 1 through 4. Um, she did play um, as Luspringa Beta in Overlord as well. In Overlord 1, 2, and 3. Um, she played Sugumi from Nisekoi, obviously. Um, I know I'm forgetting some other 
I know I'm forgetting some other roles of her. I know she's gonna be Jujutsu. I know she's gonna be Maki Zenin in Jujutsu no Kaisen, which is a manga you guys should be reading. Um, get prepared for that anime. I might have to do a centric episode just on Jujutsu no Kaisen, getting you guys ready for that anime. But um, um, she was in Gun and Bill Fires as well as Say Iori, which was crazy. Um, she was Ginger and Gangster. Um, how could I forget? Um. I think she played uh, Taki, Taki Sunazaki in Food Wars. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of that show, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, I know she played somebody in uh, Blue Screen Ride. I think it was Shuko. Uh, Shuko. Might be, yeah. <laughs> it, it is what it is. But um, like I said, she's done. She's an experienced. She's definitely had more roles than um, Sara Matsumoto, who's playing Toa. But uh, Mikako Komatsu will be voicing Setsuna. And her design is very remsonant of, you know, of kind of the, the Sango type. Um, she has a nice, not a halberd, but very long staff, um, handle staff with a curved blade at the end. Um, might have to take a look at it if you guys haven't. Um, definitely seems the more serious type I'm not saying Toa isn't serious um, but I think out of the two of the two twins I think Toa is going to be some, one of the more the lighter ones uh, maybe we'll see how that see how their dynamic plays out because like I said the trailer was as, as good as it may have been uh, we didn't get to see a lot of how these characters are going to interact through through the series and I think Setsuna's design her poise some of the facial some of the visual art facial expressions that they give three in particular um all look a little bit abrasive like she can be a little bit abrasive um maybe takes things a little harder maybe takes criticism a little harder um there's a lot of uh backlash at people who try to um doubt her or anything like that um she actually carries another weapon which i'm looking at to make sure she has like a little short blade um like the blade is just a little bit longer than the actual hilt of the uh, the blade, so she's got like a little short blade there as well. Um, but the interesting thing about her design, which is really cool, and and it ties it back to Shashomaru, is uh, the fur with the fur length or fur tail kind of looking thing that comes across her right shoulder, and then kind of goes behind her, and then kind of splits into two. Um, very rem- reminiscent of Shashomaru's own design. Um, where she had, he actually, I think he had it over the same shoulder as well, but it was a much bigger piece of fur <laughs> than what Sestina has, but, um, um, but, and I guess, but Toa still has, you know, as the twin, she still has, she has things that ties her back to Shishomaru as well. Um, if I'm, if I may go back to her just for a split second, um, she has the, Toa has the color design, has the pa- color palette that's pretty much Shishomaru. she has the the white suit white um suit um blue trim um red the red little bolo tie kind of thing at the neck um the nice little red fringe sticking out from her from her most her usual white hair um so she hits all the colors of Shishomaru's original design the red the blues the pale whites um the brown there um, and then Setsuna kind of has the, the fur thing going on. Um, and it looks like she's, she's going to have a little bit more of Shishomaru's attitude. But maybe of a younger Shishomaru's attitude. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. But let's move on to um, uh, the main star. Well, I mean, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm assuming she's going to be the, 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 the main character. You know, as I put that in quotations. And that's Asusa's uh, Totokoro. I mean, Azusa uh, Totokoro is going to be voicing uh, Motoha, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, Kagome the uh, two titular primary characters in Inuyasha. Um, and their daughter, Motoha, is uh, played by uh, uh, Totokoro, who is, um, she's been in, I think she's been in quite a few roles as well. Um... She's, she 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 voiced roles in Violet Evergarden, Tokyo ESP. Um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Um, 
let's see. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I, I've only written down a few, but I know she was in Divine Gate as a Bevedere, um, Big Order, the OVA and the TV, and in the uh, anime as Eo, um, Bang Dream. I think some of her most popular work were in Bang Dream as Karoseta, um, and then Akatsu. Because she voiced Aokiria in the Akatsuki series and in the movies as well. Um, and just kind of think, I don't know, maybe if you guys haven't heard some of these, check out some of these animes. Check out some of these voices just to get a feel for what. Um, so she's going to have, uh, I don't, you know, just judging on some of her previous roles and some of the other voice works, uh, acting jobs she's done. Um, I'm expecting a light, playful voice. Um, one that's you know that's that's easy you know that won't get annoying, um, but you know at the same time can you know get on your nerves. It's gonna get, I Mortal has a character. I feel like it's gonna be uh, it's gonna have the playfulness, the trickstery type, snarky, but very lighthearted parts of Indio Yasha. Um, but also be have the how should I say this? The Kogome sides are going to come out through, at least attitude-wise, personality-wise, um, is that she always wants the upper hand. Um, and she's very quick on her feet, mentally, um, steadfast, headstrong. I think those traits are going to come through. We're going to shine through Motoha from the Kogome side. Um, but just let's move on to her just for design here. Um, you know, as I'm looking at it again, it's very Inuyasha-like with the red um with the two-tone reds um she has the kind of her the torso and then kind of connects down to a kind of shorts or a skirt of some kind with a bow kind of in the middle at her waist and it come comes down about halfway down her thigh and that's kind of a nice pale red and then she has like this overcoat cape cowl kind of thing that doesn't i mean that doesn't go over her head but kind of like a scarf cape kind of thing that's of a deeper red and it looks kind of stitched like it was brought together by different fabric of the same color um and that kind of goes around her torso over top and it kind of comes down just about behind her knees um down by her knees and uh, and then like she has like foot guards or shin guards but of cloth um and footless which is obviously in ish obviously uh but she has the kogome hair hair i mean undoubtedly um if you're looking at the picture with me i suggest you you know uh, while you're listening, that you just look through some of this, uh, some of the art right now, or look through the trailer or something when you get the chance. Um, but because she, she has the Kogome hair, hair undoubtedly. Um, but what's also interesting, she has, um, she has two, you know, pieces, two red triangles like jutting from her top of her head. Um, and I'm and I'm unsure as to if it's um. Uh, her actual if she has like ears and they're just kind of being covered with this red cloth or is it like a bow just some just a headpiece um and that's just supposed to symbolize and that you know she's the son of Inuyasha she's the daughter of Inuyasha um but I, I you know but we'll see um but it does seem like she's gonna be more like Inuyasha Hey, yo, what's up? Continuing on with the Yashihime uh, stuff for today. I uh, went through a little bit of the characters just a few moments ago. And um, at least the three main ones. There's some other ones that I want to get to um, that weren't explicitly talked about too much. Um, haven't really been talked about all that much on some of the conversations I've had on forums and uh, with other people recently but I want to kind of get into how the story is going to be set up and how it's ex- it being explained when I was kind of trying to translate and try to have other people translate some of the, the Japanese official website um, on the plot 
and how we're what we what we're going to expect when this uh when the show really drops um but i should start off with the uh, viz media does have all the rights to the digital streaming the st and the home video of this anime and the uh, north and latin american countries um and i'm pretty sure and when i was looking through the viz sites and their and and their their public statements on it they do say they have they describe it as a brand new anime from the inuyasha universe um and they don't really say as they don't uh, explicitly say it's a continuation obviously it is and you're probably thinking like well chris is, i mean if it's set in the universe it's props most likely a continuation well we don't know how much we don't know what's because takahashi has uh, what did i say takahashi did i say I think that's yeah takahashi that's the original uh, art and story uh person on yasha okay just being dumb as usual but yeah takahashi doesn't have actually any input on the story and yashihime um i think he only has input on the character designs i believe but i know for a fact that he's not a part of the story um but i should i should read for you um I kind of talk about what they what they describe this anime going to be. Um, I'm pretty sure I have it down somewhere here. Actually, yes, I do actually have. Um, Viz Media um, explains this, and I quote: "The daughters of Seshomaru and Yasha set out on a journey transcending time in feudal Japan. Half demon twins Toa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forest fire." While desperately searching for her younger sister, Toa wanders into a mysterious tunnel that sends her into present-day Japan, where she is found and raised by Kagome Higurashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Ten years later, the tunnel that connects two eras has reopened, allowing Toa to be reunited with Setsuna, who is now a demon slayer working for Kohaku. But to Toa's shock, Setsuna appears to have lost all memories of her older sister. Now joined by Moroha, the daughter of Inyashi and Kagome, the three young women tra- travel between the two eras on an adventure to regain their missing past. Um, I should go on. So Teru Sato, um, who was the Inuyasha, she, he was the um, uh, episode director for the Inuyasha anime, um, is actually directing this anime at Sunrise, uh, Sunrise Studios, and uh, Katsuki uh, Sumisawa is in charge of the series scripts um for is which has done scripts for the in regular for the original anime uh in inuyasha and for mobile suit gundam wing um i didn't know that that sumawata uh sumisawa did the scripts for for gundam wing so i'm actually <laughs> pleasantly surprised to be honest um and takahashi herself you know the the writer and the um, artist for the for her the, for the original work um, in Yasho um, is credited as the main character designer uh, with also with Yoshihito uh, Hishimura um, who also helped with helped Takahashi with some of the designs in the original in Yasha is going to do adapt some of the designs in, in for for this animation um, and Yoshihito's done things like City Hunter. Shin, uh, Shinjuku Private Eyes and Yakitake Japan, um, and I thought we also have Kota Wada, um, who did the who composed the music for the original series and then Yasha, which and anybody who's ever seen Yasha, which I'm pretty sure most of you guys have. What are the what are the one of the bright spots? One of many, of bright spots of Yasha was the music, and we're talking about the OSTs and the episodes. We're talking about the opening and endings. Um, Kari Wada to more more or less slapped on all on all that. Um but they've also Kari Wada also done Battle Angel, music for Battle Angel. Uh and also did music for um the file of young Kindaichi, one of my um one of my favorite and low key uh, mystery kind of uh animes. And I think also did three X three eyes as well, music as well as well, composed music for that. Um but like I said, you all guys know Takahashi launched the original manga. Um, Weekly Shonen Sunday. She launched it in 1996, I believe, and it ended in 2008. Um, Viz Media licensed and published all 56 volumes of the manga in America. Um, and the 167 episode series based on the manga ran from 2000 to 2004, 
with a uh, 26 anime, 26 episode sequel anime title, Inuyasha the Final Act, um, which ran from 09 to 010. Um, and then it was three or four movies, I believe. Three or four movies and a 30 anime anime short. Um, and then I think just recently, last year, just recently, so in 2019, uh, Viz Media has been releasing the anime on Blu-ray disc. So if you guys just want to pick that up and rewatch it, there you can. Um, and just in general, I mean, anime and the Inuyasha anime inspired a smartphone game recently and a, a whole stage play. But I want to go back. Let's move back to into how this um, describes this new anime. Um, let's start with the let's start with the the daughters. It's described with the, and I quote again: "Daughters of Shishomaru and Inuyasha set out on a journey transcending time." Um, and that's what it is. It's kind of like. And I know people may not like this, uh, this um, comparison, but it I do get a feeling I a feeling of like the sisters and the traveling, you know, the traveling pants. You know, guys read that book in school, um, where it was kind of like a coming of age story for for like young women, and it was playful. Like people, I mean, that book was famous. Like I mean, everybody in the mama knew about that book, and everybody in the mama wanted the book. Um, and I do kind of get that feeling with with this in this in just in, in an anime sense, I guess. Um, and, and initially, made me thinking like, well, that's I don't know if that's a really fair comparison. That kind of seems a little kind of weird. Well, and I say that only because we haven't gotten an, uh, a uh, battle themed. Which I don't, and I don't even know how much battling theme we're gonna get in the show, but we haven't really had like a battling theme anime with with its three main leads be daughters of, of other of you know of titular characters like this, you know. Um, I'm trying to think of another anime of its kind recently, um, and I'm and I'm taking out like some of the sh- some of the uh, magical girl animes like Magical Madoka, because those are. Obviously, they're magical girl animes, but they're also insanely dark, insanely depressing, um, with convoluted plots, which is not also not a bad thing. You know, the plot does get a little convoluted, but it's it stays pretty true. Um, and it's not and because it's not like that. You know, this anime doesn't seem like I'm, we're going to be getting any like magical Madoka kind of um, anime or a magical girl type of anime where you know it can go insanely dark or just stay pretty light and fun. Um, this does this seems like kind of a cooler alternative for me actually um with uh setsuna toa and motoha um sashomaru's twins daughter twins and then inuyasha's daughter and kagome's daughter setting out going and which i like to say well because it does say here that the that these three young women travel between the two eras on an adventure to regain their missing past um and I'm trying to, th- and, and it does say that ten years pass. Um, the tunnel that Toa um, wanders into, the tunnel that he wanders into, apparently, uh, she wanders into. I keep calling her he for some reason. Um, closes, and it doesn't reopen until for another ten years. Uh, and I can't remember. I should have. I don't know. You guys gonna don't get mad at me, but I can't remember quite exactly how, how time flows. In the feudal era of Japan and present day Japan, I know it's not. Um, par- I know it's not parallel. Like time doesn't move at the same time, pa- uh, same speed. If I'm correct, so ten years in present, you know, present day Japan, Toa spent, um, could be, could feel like. Uh, I, I just I'm not trying. I'm trying to understand because there's no ages. On with on these characters that I've found officially, um, I will say Toa though does look significantly a little older than Setsuna and Motohada, and I'm just basing that on like kind of the height and just the character design. Um, they do Motoha looks the youngest. Um, Setsuna looks like to be in the uh, in the middle, even though she's a tw- she's the twin. She's Toa's twin, so technically they should be the same age. Um, but they just don't look the same age, and I wonder if that's because you know Toa spent ten years in the present-day Japan, um, separated from her sister. But Toa looks 
just looks a little bit older than the other two. So I'm not sure. We'll see how we'll see how that how that plays out. Um, but it's interesting now, though, that on how this plot's going to move forward, because it seems like the main plot line is between the Sheshomru's two daughters. Um, and you and you'll think back, uh, you know, previously in this on this episode, I kind of talked about why. Or, or not why, but why I said um, Mordeha is suppo- I thought will be the main character of the series, and I kind of put it as a question when I was phrasing that because do we treat I I truly don't get that feeling. I truly because it does feel like that Setsuna and Toa mainly Toa are the going to be the main focus, um, which is some which is definitely different and brave. On um, on Sato's part on di- directing this anime, um, because I think people just assumed that you know that Kagome and Yasha's daughter would be the main character of the show, and frankly, I you know I kind of did the same thing. Um, so 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 I'm so I'm interested in seeing what's Motoha's part in the dynamic of this three. Um, is it going to feel like a really awkward, bad third wheel on all these adventures? Um, are, are we going to get like, you know, an episode where <laughs> Setsuna and Toa are, you know, they're still early on in there getting to know each other, almost like strangers. Um, there's an enemy, um, but, you know, Setsuna and Toa and Motoha try to take it out. The two twins can't work together all that well. They argue, they bicker, you know, something of that sort. And then Motoha is just this can do nothing wrong. Playfully just leaps, swipes, slashes this monster away like it's like cut through butter. Um, and then we just kind of get those type of adventures for the like first few episodes. Um, you know, I, I don't want Motoha to be like just the muscle of the three. Um, the one who just cleans up after the twins. Um, I just get that feeling. Because I'm not quite sure what's her place. Other than being the, the main character's daughter of the previous series. Um, being Inyasha's daughter and being Kagome's daughter. I don't want her to have a, a dull role. Um, and I think that she kind of will. And then they're going to try to make that up for it with her obnoxious kind of behavior, which I assume, I, I have a feeling Mordecai is going to be the obnoxious character that people are just the lovable, annoying person. Um, but I think that I just have a bad feeling that they're going to play that up way too much just because they're focusing so much on the story between these twins, uh, which is not a speculation. I mean, that's what it's, that's how Viz Media is propping this description as. The three young women travel between two areas on a venture to regain their missing past. What past is Mortarha missing? Is my first is one of my questions. Um, like, there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of speculation on what like how much does Mortarha? I mean, does do does, does she live with Inuyasha? Um, and Kagome? Did did they spend time in the? How much time did Mortarha spend in the? Uh, human world or you know in present day japan i mean or in feudal day japan um and how what's that done and what's and what the hell where the hell is kinkome you know i'm sorry you know look again at the promotion art that i posted on twitter or pull up the picture for yourself go on the official website go on twitter you'll find the picture pretty easily just look up yashihime you don't see kagome in that picture at all um not at all you don't see, and you and you see Inuyasha and Shishome in the back, and actually Inuyasha's not even looking. We don't even see his face. We see the back of his head. At least we see Shishomu's small. We see him at least. We see his face, but we don't even see Kagome. Um, and when does that end? And I, I have a bad feeling. Like, are we gonna get like another dead mother thing? You know, like anime loves to kill off parents. Um, sometimes for the most ridiculous reasons. Um, and sometimes for just no reason at all. Um, I really hope that's not what we're getting with, with Kagome. Um, someone who's a titular character in Inuyasha. And then all of a sudden to just offer. And, and like I said, this is all speculation. 
I can we, I'm only going to based off what this, what little official information we have from Viz Media and the official Japanese website of this of Yashihime. Um, they don't talk about it at all, uh, which makes me think that she's maybe not really dead, but maybe um, maybe has another. We'll have we'll have her plot line, and hopefully Morihara's uh, character development, her art kind of weaves into the the in the um, absence of uh, Kogome. Um, cause that's, that'd be interesting. Um, and what's in Yasha's role been all this time? Um, like, and, and to be honest, how much are we going to see Kagome? I mean, um, if I don't, you know, I'm not even quite sure we'll see Kagome at all. Just based on the official art. We may not see Kagome in this entire series. Um, but how much are we going to see in Yasha and Shoshomaru? They're still alive. I think. At least they're shown in the in the the promo art. Um, I mean, Inyasha's not even looking. We don't only see the back of his head, but I mean, I I'm assuming that those two will be in the show. But at what capacity, though, is the question. <laughs> like, um, are we gonna get just episodes of Inuyasha and Shishomaru maybe vaguely for a few moments being in the same place at the same time, talking, interacting? And their kids are just going on about about some about you know something, and we just getting a, a bickering party, and <laughs> and they're kind of just downplayed as you know old men or whatever. That you know, let, you know, Toa and Setsuna and Mordahas like, oh, we got this, we got this, you know, or they battle an enemy together and show up Shishomaru and Yasha or something like. That. Um, it's gonna be interesting because, like I said, Takahashi she won't have any part in the story, so. Now, behind the scenes, is she maybe giving the thumbs up? You know, she's giving the good, she's giving the uh, the approval on some of the major story plot devices and how things are going to be driven. Maybe we don't know that for sure. And and usually that kind of stuff is never really in public. We don't. I mean, sometimes it's very rarely where it's stated that an author and its spinoff series has approval. You know, mainly that's usually in the you know that's usually kept it. Like, no, I mean, I'm trying to think of one example, um, kind of with Kishimoto and Boruto. Kishimoto doesn't have, he doesn't write the story. I mean, he had, and he helped the designs, but he doesn't draw it, and he doesn't really write the story. But he does. But he's involved in the process. Believe he said he stated that, and Shonen Jump has stated it before. He may not be. He's involved in the process, and he gives. Um, his approval for what goes on in the story, but he's not actively writing the story. Um, so I'm wondering if we're going to get something like that with Takahashi, or she's just you know kind of leaving it completely into um, other people's hands and just kind of letting his anime ride out, you know, um, which is going to be interesting to see. Because I'm, I'm really because I, I want to see how Inyasha and Sashomaru is going to be going to be portrayed. You know, how, what's their going to be role in their daughter's lives um, as they recover and you know as quote-unquote regain their missing past um which is 10 years which is long but also not that long in anime terms because um it, it just not it just isn't um um but yeah and another thing is with them bouncing i guess they're gonna be bouncing between the two eras a lot uh, and i feel like they're gonna pl- they're gonna do this a lot more than they did in the original anime in the original anime of 167 episodes, obviously we get to see what happens in the present day and the feudal day Japan. But we, most of the time, we got we were pretty much focusing on feudal day Japan and how it influenced Kagome um, and things like. And we did also get very few episodes with Inuyasha in present day Japan. But the story still focused on feudal day Japan and Kagome's part in that, you know. So, but I just have a feeling. And just the way how this Viz Media sets up the story, how they describe the story, I think we're going to get a lot more of bouncing between the two worlds. Because um, it's now open. All three of them, I presumably know about it. At least know Setsuna. At least Toa, at the very least, knows about it. And so why wouldn't she tell Setsuna and Motoha about this tunnel? Why wouldn't they discover? Why wouldn't they go over and maybe see what, what's going on? Um... Cause I mean, look. So that so Toa what? 
And you know, I'm, I'm looking at it again. Looking at the description again. She spends 10 years being raised by Kagome's sister. I mean, Kagome's little brother. Sota. You remember the little brother in the original anime. Um, now he's has his, you know, I guess presumably has a wife. has Maybe has his own kids. and But takes in Toa anyway. Does Sota know that Toa is Seshomaru's daughter? Does he know that she has a sister, a twin sister? Over in Feudal Day, Japan? Does Sato ever go over to the other side? Is he gonna in in this new anime? I mean, it it, it and and does Sato know where Kugomi is? <laughs> like, the you know so um, there's a lot of questions and there's gonna be a lot of thing a lot of unanswered things going into these first few episodes and and only you, me, and everybody else are all gonna be just wanting answers really fast, real quick. Um, and trust me, because I, I know that feeling. I know that feeling, and we're just gonna have to be patient, take deep breaths. Maybe let's just enjoy the show and let the answers come to us at at their own pace. Um, and not try to get too excited, not too judgmental. We'll take it slow. C um, Dub's gonna let you. C Dub's gonna gonna help you through it, <laughs> and we're gonna get through this spinoff series. On the other side, at one piece. Alright? We're gonna get through it in one piece. But, I now, in that description, you've probably heard me say a few characters that I didn't talk about. Because I only talked about the three main characters. With Setsuna, Toa, and Motoha. With with Toa being really the main character? You know? More so even Motoha. Um, and that's... Um, I'm sorry, I, I know I wrote it down too. And that's uh, Hisui and Kohaku. Um, Hisui is Sango and Moroku's son. Um, and was, you can find this art as well. I might have to post post some of these pictures on Twitter as references so you guys can look at them while I, while you listen to the show. But um, Hisui is literally looks like San, it's looks like a male, a younger male version of Sango. Has the has the own uh, boomerang. Over large boom, uh, you know, oversized boomerang, which may or may not be the same boomerang. Um, it's not explicitly said, and I couldn't find any translations on the official pictures. Um, but he's even got the same outfit, just a different color. It's actually like more of a teal diamond type of color, and uh, instead of Sango's, I think it was like a sa- salmon pink kind of color. And then Kohaku, which we don't know, which is looks like a totally original character um we don't know whether he has any relation to any of these characters bloodline wise or just relationship wise but he's a demon slayer and apparently he employs um Hisui and Motora or I mean it no employs um Setsuna um, I don't know if Motoha eventually works under Kohaku as well with Setsuna or if he sweet does as well, which I'm ever feeling that's going to be like the first three episodes is where um, Kohaku and Setsuna meets up with to- Toya, learn about Setsuna's um, demon slayer job, um, and then slowly over the first three episodes we get Motoha and Hisui kind of just being pulled into the adventure, pulled into that ride, and as Kohaku um, kind of just has to be like the um, like the father of these of these of these women as they're doing their demon slayer and things because Kohaku doesn't we don't get any explanation of who Kohaku really is other than that he runs a demon slaying kind of operation and that Setsuna is helping him uh we don't know his age he does look fairly kind of young um and he doesn't he and I will say um though we don't get any information and I don't want to you know all right, look. No, this is weak, guys. We do we do some hot takes here. Look, I, I was looking at his weapons. I was looking at his design. I'm getting Koga vibes, real hard. I'm getting Koga vibes with the weapons. He has he carries like three or four weapons just on his promotional art alone. It looks like he has a big sickle type weapon. It looks like he has a chain and a blade, um, like a kunai, like a large kunai with a chain on it, and then has like a kind of a short, kind of like a tanto blade. Oh, well, not really. T- not short as a tanto blade, but kind of like almost a 
Not a, and almost not quite a samurai blade, but he has a, wep a sword at his side as well. So he's carrying at least at the middle of three different weapons. Um, and he does kind of, kind of have Koga's hair. And, and and kind of like the, the, the color designs that he has to him does give me some Koga vibes. But, but then again, I don't know. You know, we don't know. Um, it's almost impossible to tell currently on what his... On what what he's like and what relation he has to these characters or any other characters in the pre in in Yasha, you know we don't know what we, we really don't know what his connection is um as i take another unprofessional unprofessional drink of water here oh man such a bad person such a bad podcast a bad host but um um but like i'm saying this show is giving me so many so many different vibes uh and as you can see the title Am I going to be watching Yashihime, the half demon princess? <sighs> the answer, oh, and the long-awaited answer is, <sighs> is a sigh and a yes. Look, they suckered me into it. Um, the trailer, the promotional art, it's it's stand standing true to the classic Inuyasha character design. Takahashi is killed it again, has really kept it. To her, really stuck to her roots, stuck to her guns in creating these characters and making them feel like they're part of the Inyash universe without making them, you know, kind of like that's one thing with Boruto, which I, I I defend Boruto more than a lot of people online. All right, with my a lot of my friends dislike Boruto, maybe some of them even hate it. Um, but there's one thing there's one thing they do bring up that I I can't help but agree to sometimes is some of the character designs don't even feel like naruto like it's in the same universe sometimes um but with this it does feel like it's we're in the inuyasha universe um and that's good like that's really good because um not only it creates a good feel and just a good atmosphere that we can like that we feel comfortable because with boruto which like I said, I defend it a lot. I I completely understand if they can't vibe with it when ev when everything feels so different and it's not just a seamless transition into a spin-off series. This one actually seems pretty seamless and it feels like it's gonna pick up right up after that final act, in that that special that we got in two thousand nine to two thousand ten. Um, but um, th I have some other just other thoughts that I wanted to add that. I didn't know how to fit into this episode because they were just kind of loose, miscellaneous kind of thoughts. Um, same thing with uh, with Kade. Uh, it's that you know the old woman that Kogome um, met really early on in the original series knew about um, the you know her her her, um, this, her being the descendant of of Kikyo. I almost forgot her name. Well, she's alive. She's in the promotional. Kagome is not in there, but the old woman from the original series is there. And um, people were like, "Shouldn't she be dead?" I was reading that a lot online. People were like, "Shouldn't she be dead?" I thought she was. She was already as old as dirt in the original. Yeah, she was not. She was like in her. She was in her late fifties, early sixties. All right, that's not terribly old. Okay, you know, not much time has passed. Now she's probably like in her eighties or seventies right now. All right. It's not unbelievable to have a 70 or 80 year old woman. Alright? Now she... I'll give you credit. She looked old in the original series, believe me. But I don't think she was already in her 70s or 80s in the original anime. I'm pretty sure she was in her 50s, late 50s, early 60s. Um, so forget all that. Um, uh, Shippo. We don't see Shippo in here. But we do see another animal <laughs> who looks like a tanuki. And I'm not sure if whether it's a male or female or something or something somewhere in between, but I don't remember any tanukis being very any importance in the original anime. Like I said, it's been years since I watched the original anime. It's been years since I've even read the manga, but I don't remember any significant tanuki character. And I'm really interested in seeing if this tanuki character has any relationship to Shippo. Like, does Shippo have a girlfriend, a wife, a daughter, a, bro a son, or something? Um. But that just caught me a little bit. I just that was just another thing that that caught my eye. That looks like Motorha and the Tanuki character are going to be kind of always button heads and being 
and this Tanuki just being the constant comical relief in this, um, gonna be on the show. Um, and, and, and the thing is, and another thought I saw a lot online is with the animation. The animation was kind of slow and jagged in the trailer, so we don't really get a true sense of what it's gonna be like, how it's gonna feel like in, in when these episodes start running. Um, so we, it didn't really show off a lot. Um, but the voices were really nice to hear. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to how this is animated. Um, but yeah, like I said, I already talked about Kagome not being in the visuals. But we don't also get Sango or Rin. Um, and like I said, you probably heard me talk about why... Of how... Um, or I theorize that Kagome may be dead. Or maybe she may be... Uh, maybe something tragic happened she's maybe not dead and that's why Inuyasha isn't around so much because he's either trying to maybe save her trying to find her something like that or they just can't or something's happened between them and they're just not they're just not together um but with Sango and Rin not being shown uh makes me think that um Kagome really isn't dead and they just didn't have they just didn't want to put her in the visual because that means some kind of plot line with with Kagome Sango and Rin um, the proposed mothers. Um, I'll get to Rin in a second. Um, but with Sango, I, it's interesting why they didn't just show Sango. They show his son. Um, I don't know why there needs to be such a mystery on why Sango is not evol- involved or not shown in the visual, which is really I can understand maybe because Kagomi was such a titular character. She was one of the main characters in the original series and all that. Want to throw some mystery in that? But why Sango though? It just doesn't um. I guess it's going to be some kind of important, important plot point. But um, I just hope that all three of them aren't dead. I really don't hope any of the three are dead. Rin, Sango, or Kagome. But I just have a bad feeling. I just have a really bad feeling. Um, also, the English dub. I, I was thinking about how the English dub is going to be. Because the Inuyasha dub was spectacular. One of the one of the good, one of the more, one of the uh, favorable dubs by a lot of fans. Um, and, I, and it's going to be interesting if Viz Media is going to be using Ocean Group again for the Ashihime. Just for the consistency's sake, since they use Ocean Group for the for the Inuyasha show, the original, because um, Vizmedia hasn't been using Vancouver for their dubs since 2012, 2013. Um, after the um, final act, um, which is like what seven or eight years now old, um, as more the majority of the more recent anime titles they license are now dubbed in Los Angeles. Um, through the uh, Studio Polis, or especially um, Bang Zoom. Uh, and on top of that, the only things Vancouver has really done lately are Kids Neighbor and a bunch of kids shows. Uh, so it's pretty much possible the series might be dubbed in Los Angeles, given that the majority of the anime companies in Los Angeles area, like Fizz, Country Roll, Netflix, Aniplex, are now having their licensed anime dubbed in LA after, you know, LA, either through Studio Polis or Bang Zoom. So, um,. Because I, I, I bring that up because I think it's going to get a dub pretty quick. Um, I don't think we'll be waiting too long to get a dubbed and get it on Adult Swim. And, you know, just a few months after this this anime appears on October 3rd. So, um, yeah, like I, said, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to be a, it's a pretty solid cast so far. And I'm, I'm really and I think the biggest question, at least I for me going into this series with the parents. And I mean that for all of them. Shashomaru, Kagome, Inuyasha, Sango, Rin, um, and where Shippo's at, obviously, and um, I, it's gonna be. I really hope Viz gets the old cast back. Um, yeah, the original art style, I love that. Um, Sota should talk about Sota, Daddy Sota, grew up to be a fucking Chad of a dad. <laughs> Can't wait to see him, how he acts in the show. It's going to be really interesting. Um, it, but like I said, it does seem like this is going to be following up right after the final act that we got about almost a decade from now. Um, um, but it really gives... But like the trailer, like I said, it raises so many new questions. Um, like what happened to the original cast for the exception of Sota and Kohaku? Um, because all of what we see in the original cast is in the flashback with the Root Demon. Although Kaede is still alive and all these years is quite amazing. Um, but I think that's just because people were ups- under- misunderstanding of how old she was in the original. Um, like I said, I really hope they bring ocean- the Ocean Group back um, to do this. Um, but I-, I think a lot of people, and I'm saying this right now, Toa is going to be a fan favorite. 
Toa is going to be one of the main waifus, whatever you want to call it. Going to be just one of the favorite characters in this show. And while Motorhouse is going to be one of the more hated ones. Now, was she? Now, is she going to deserve it? Uh, I do speculate she's going to be the, the obnoxious, comical character that she is. Um, but I have a feeling she's just going to be hated. She's not going to be liked by a lot of people who watch this. And I think Toa is going to be the fan one. And Setsuna is going to be my is going to be the sleeper. I think I have a feeling she, I'm going to absolutely love her. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other thoughts and things that I had written down that about this trailer and just things surrounding this spinoff. Um. Yeah, I talked about how Morda is going to be Mordeha is going to act just act like a douche. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I know. I felt like I, there was one thing that I was missing. Um. Oh, I should probably add with the Rin thing because it's heavily theorized that Seshomaru had these twins with Rin. Um, and this is brought up, which I've seen on YouTube, and I've seen a little bit on Twitter a lot, but more on YouTube, where they bring it up this grooming thing that Seshomaru. Groom, was grooming Rin over time to eventually mate and have kids with this person, have have sex with this person, Rin. Um, and if you don't remember Rin, when was the little girl that that kind of that was picked up by Sashomaru and Kagura, I think, and kind of just like, and that little flea that Sashomaru's servant or whatever kind of kept her on and kind of raised her and all that stuff. And Rin grew really attached to Sashomaru and things like that. Um, and I, I saw a lot of things of grooming being put into play, and I, I just want to shut that down right now because if, if anybody's ever remember, if you actually remember, look, I know it's been a while since probably a lot of you guys have read or watched Inuyasha, but I had to look up, the, I had to look into this a little deeper. Never once grooming, grooming is grooming, grooming gives the implication that you grow attached to a to someone who's underage. And you just kind of, and you're always, you're um, with the intention of being sexual with them, when they reach a point when they're not underage. Shashomu didn't find and keep Rin for some kind of mate. That wasn't the case. <laughs> Shashomu never had the, and he was a demon, so it's always weird because you know demons have a different and extended lifetime span, so it's it's a little different. Any demon human relationship is going to be weird in in any way. Look, just Kagome and in Yasha's example, you know. So he's a demon, so he's going to live a little you know longer, um, look a little younger. Um, and Kagome is a human, so that relationship is already kind of weird in that kind of sense. Any kind of demon human relationship is going to be weird already off off the jump. You know what I mean? Um, but the thing is, which, but you know, with that thing is like, Inuyasha kind of had the body and kind of the look of a 15 year old, 16 year old, kind of like Kagome, which kind of matched Kagome's kind of age. But with the grooming thing with Shishomaru and Ren, Shishomaru's intention when finding and getting and, and raising, kind of raising her or whatever kind of thing is, doesn't, doesn't, and there was no hint that Shishomaru had any sexual interest into her. Um, when when finding her and that thing, so there's really you can't say it's grooming per se. Um, now is it we? Oh, it's oh, it's weird. Oh, it's weird, super weird. If it turns out that's the case, if that's and this is all assuming that Rin is the mother of um of of the twins, the Shoshonmu's twins. You know, that's that's just assuming that the case is. Um, but I think saying grooming is a little too far when we don't even have all the facts. And even if it was Rin was the mother of these twins. To have to be groomed, it has to be some kind of attention on one side's part to keep them around, it with the attentions of mating with them. And I don't believe, and there was no hint to that in the in the manga or in the anime that Shishomaru. That's why Shishomaru kept her around. Um, so I just wanted, I just wanted to at least get that point out. Um, and um, I, what was what else? Oh, Kiara, Kiara was still around, which is amazing. You know the the fire like the little fox animal kind of thing. Um, so I hope Sango's still around. You know, um, <laughs> uh, but Naraku, woo! I think Naraku's gonna take back the king, gonna take back the crown from Aizen as the anime troll king. Um, I mean, look, Aizen is based off of as 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 much as I love Bleach and the people who fanboy off of Aizen all the time. Look, 
y'all gotta realize who the who the OG. There would no be there will there will there would not be an Aizen if there was no Naraku. <laughs> just I'm just keeping it a hundred with y'all. There would not be an Aizen without Naraku. Naraku's the OG of that of that character type, bro. Um. But yeah, so um, yeah, we 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 don't know who the mother of the twins are. Uh, we could talk about that for a whole nother hour about speculating who who the mother of those twins and who made it was Shishomaru. Um But um everyone's kind of been pointing the rin. Um I don't know why Kagura is not in the situation. I know that her that her I don't want to get too many spoilers into you know if you haven't seen Yasha but uh, I know her fate you probably know about her fate in in the original series but like I'm not surprised her name hasn't been kind of been thrown around a lot. And that's, you know, and ties to Inuya into uh, Kagura. Um, but, um, like I said, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of people's middle school and high school inner selves are going to be screaming for the show to watch the show. Um, and frankly, I'm going to have to be one of them because I'm, I'm going to be interested in seeing how the show is going to go down, to be honest. Um, I hope you guys watch it with me because I'm definitely going to check it out. But the moment I feel like it's, I don't get that Inuyasha feel, the moment I, it starts getting into something like Boruto Next Adventures, then I'm going to have to be checking myself out, if I'm being honest with you guys. Um, but um, thank you for listening. Um, like I said, whatever podcast platform you guys are listening to this show and enjoy my Yashihime speculation and um, kind of preview and all that stuff, please make sure you guys subscribe it, like the podcast, rate the podcast, review the podcast. Um, leave me some nice things to read and all that stuff. Uh, make sure you guys spread this podcast around. Also, and uh, consider being supporter of the Weekcast uh, show and donating a few, uh, however much money you think is feel possible. Right? All you have, to, it's, you can find that link of if you want to support with some cash. Uh, you can find that in every in the epi- description of of any episode, especially this episode. Uh, Anchor.fm uh, forward slash Weekcast forward slash support, um, and that'd be very much appreciated. Um, thank you so for more. Thank you so much for actually, you know, just listening to me. Hope we have and just have a nice, like, chill, laid back, very loose discussion on just Yashihime. Uh, there's so much more we could have talked about, um, and so many more things. And we can always talk about that on Twitter. I'm probably going to be tweeting stuff, stuff out leading up to the October 3rd release date, and especially I'm going to be talking about it when the first episode drops and give you some of my. Um, Impressions when that episode drops. I'll definitely do that on the sh- on a, on an episode right when that drops. Um, but it's gonna be crazy when this when the show drops, man. It's gonna be crazy. Um, the shipping wars. God, the shipping wars. I didn't even get to the shipping wars. Y'all gonna be ready for that? <laughs> Y'all gonna be ready for the shipping wars in this, man? <laughs> Woo! All right, let me get, let me, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold y'all for any longer. I hope you guys have a good, relevant day. I hope, thank you for allowing my voice into your ears, into your homes. I hope you guys enjoyed the number one anime and manga show on the internet. Weebcast with your boy C Dub, the host with the most, aka Mori, the independent variable. <laughs> and thank you for Condition One for sponsoring this episode. Um, very much, very appreciate. I love all, every single one of you guys. Now enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the weekend. Um, stay healthy, stay hydrated, watch some anime, read some manga, be good. Because your boy C-Dub is out of 3000. I'm going to have to catch y'all next week.